pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 179. Today I'm going to chat with Will Rinky from Forge Relations to recap the Gundies, discuss the new administration's executive orders, highlight the FDC-9 from Magpul and Zev Technologies, and talk about social media trying to make Biden look more popular. I'm your host, Ava Flanell, and Will, how are you doing after putting on such a huge event? I am feeling actually fantastic. And thank you very much for having me back on the show. It was a pleasure speaking with you last time, and I'm looking forward to another great conversation. Okay, cool. So professional. <laughs> you like that? That's a good intro. Yeah. Intro. Let's uh, not. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really good. Like it was, I'm not going to lie. Last time we talked, you probably didn't pick up on this, but I was, I was a little bit stressed out. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, there was a lot riding on this, uh, especially for our firm. This is, uh, we've hosted a lot of events over the years, but this was a big stepping stone, especially from the last year of the Gundies. Mm-hmm. Last year, you know, we just did it at a restaurant and we had, we had like 300 people, which was great. But this year we literally had to create an event for an event. Yeah, exactly. So it was a very interesting dynamic. But yeah, I mean, that's where we're at and uh, very successful. No one got hurt. Everyone had a great time. I heard a couple people might have uh, ate a chip that was really spicy. You don't know. A lot of, a lot of fun things. Though. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of rumors floating around, which we'll address here in a second. But before we do, let's talk about Smith & Wesson. Over the course of the event, while I was in Texas, I hung out with 22 Plinkster. Maybe I should rephrase. I feel like I adopted 22 Plinkster. Suddenly, hey guys, can I ride with you? Hey guys, when are we leaving? Hey guys, what are you guys doing tomorrow? Can I get a ride to the airport? Yeah, we're going to take our time getting back to the airport. That's cool. We can hang out. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we basically adopted a child and his (laughs) name's 22 Plinkster. I noticed at one point we went to a gun store. Actually, it's kind of funny. I don't know if you saw the YouTube video that I posted, but we we had a hidden camera and I told the gun store salesman that it was our first time buying a gun and we switched roles. 22 Plinkster kind of assumed more of the feminine role where he couldn't rack a slide. And me, I was just, yeah, let's do this. Let's get a 45. And he wanted a 22. And it was pretty funny. I realized pretty quickly he's obsessed with revolvers. He showed me pictures of his collection. Wow, that's insane. I don't really have a lot of revolvers, but I will say that I've had a lot of issues with revolvers in the past. One brand that I've not had any issues with, though, is Smith & Wesson. I think to date, they make some of the best revolvers out there from large bore versions for hunting to compact ones for everyday carry. They're more popular ones in the model 586, which is a large frame revolver, but it's smaller in size, so it's suitable for concealed carry. Also, since it's a larger frame, it's chambered in 357. So you could also shoot 38 Special if you wanted to, which I always liked that option. I always told people to buy the 357 just in case. Who doesn't want more options as opposed to being limited to 38 Special? I would definitely recommend check out that gun, all their other revolvers. You can do so by visiting smith-wesson.com. And let's get into the show. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. Let's go back to some of the things that you were saying. We'll talk about the chip thing later, okay? I, uh, I'm i not going to lie. I kind of have a little bit of PTSD anytime I hear the word chip or look even at Doritos now. I get chills, but we'll address this later on. All right. I'm sure if you guys haven't already listened to the episode, this was two episodes ago. What are we in? Episode 179. So on, I believe on episode 177 is when I had you on and we talked about the Gundies, which is an awards for best of like best shooter, best content creator, most influential female of the year, stuff like that. And after you guys were done voting, you broke it down to top four for each category. And then you guys put on this event where you named the winner for each category. 
But there was definitely a lot of planning that went into this. You guys, from my understanding, rented pretty much every hotel that was available in Uvalde, Texas, that was close to drive tanks. How many people did you guys even have show up? Do you guys um, have so a the solid count? count? Was approximately give or take five people. It was two hundred and sixty people. Wow, that's a lot of so, people. Yeah, yeah. There were thirty sponsors, um, and of the thirty sponsors, uh, a couple of them, unfortunately, they were still sponsored. They just couldn't show up due to corporate situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, every sponsor had anywhere from one person to HK. Actually, had a great team. They brought out like four people. Timony brought out a, a pretty good team, size-wise. Yeah. And, of course, all the content creators and then our staff. I mean, my staff alone, all our employees uh, with our videographers and photographers, we were 12 people strong. And honestly, at the end of the day, I wish I had another five or 10 staff mm-hmm. just to you know, corral people. But it was a really, yes, we definitely overran Uvalde, the town itself. Yeah. So, this is a little tiny town, the hotel that we stayed at. I joked. I'm not bougie or anything, but well, I think I'm a little bougie. <laughs> but it wasn't bad. Though. It really wasn't bad. It really hotel. wasn't. And honestly, it was fun to have everybody in the same hotel. It was nice to catch up with everyone. And when's the last time that COVID didn't exist? There was some normalcy. There it is. Normality. Yes. And One. it was just so nice and refreshing. And not to mention the weather. You could not have asked for better weather because from my knowledge, the day before it rained. I got in towards the evening. But then that day, it was 80 degrees, beautiful, perfect, all up until the evening. And then the next day, it was kind of chilly and rainy. We really lucked out as far as weather goes. And everything really just kind of fell into place. It really did. Because weather, I got, I was there on Tuesday. And I was watching the Weather Channel like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. Yeah. It just happening. And then we get there to drive tanks the day before setting up. It's overcasting and muddy. I was like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. And then it was just like this. Br- that really set the mood, too. You know, like it would still have been a fun event if it was overcasting. And, you know, yeah. but with that weather, mm-hmm. that weather just like everybody just got sun. Like yeah. they got the sun and they got the endorphins going. And it was just so like yeah. everyone smiled that much more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it was nice and there was nobody yelling at you to wear a mask. And, you know, meaning the fact of, you know, listen, we, I respect everyone's opinion on whatever situation you may have. But this was an outdoor event, you know, as far as, um, you know, all whatever's going on and whatever you believe in. It was still outdoors. There was nothing, you know, you know, crammed in. So everybody was super happy and felt very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was just a great time. Yeah. I actually want to go back to the mask thing in a second, mm-hmm. but before we do, let's just paint the picture of what drive tanks looks like. From the minute you get past the gates, there are so many animals. I don't know how big drive tanks is, but I've heard it's 18,000 like, acres. Okay. That's insane. It's obviously a large chunk of property. And on this property, they have roaming all kinds of stuff, zebras, gazelle, giraffes, kangaroos. They even have white buffalo. I saw a few white buffaloes. Just insane. An armadillo. Rhinos. Yeah. Yeah. Two rhinos that I saw. It's insane. I forget all the kangaroos. Yeah. That alone, the weather, and then just driving around and seeing all these animals just run freely. I kind of felt like I was in Africa minus the excessively hot weather and Mm -hmm. the long plane ride. And that alone, I was in heaven. I had so much fun. And then to top, we get to the event and you have all the guns, all the sponsor setups. You can walk around, talk to them, see what new products they've come out with. And then if you drive just a little bit further in a golf car or they had these shuttles, you had access to the range and tons of people were set up where you can chew a bunch of guns. And again, talk about normalcy. It seemed like ammunition was not scarce at all. There was plenty of ammo. People were shooting from the beginning to the end. And it was just a really nice setup. Thank you. Yeah, it was, um, I appreciate it. I- I'm really happy to hear it from your point of view because everything you said, how you described it to your listeners, and that was a really good verbal explanation to get a great mental image of mm-hmm. the event. And it's interesting because how you described it was that's how we had to really go into the event Futuring it, meaning like 
drive tanks itself wasn't had none of this accommodation for an event like this. Yeah. So all you know, they had of course the animals and the tanks and the, the land, but they weren't set up for an event. So mm-hmm. Ben and I, we had to bring everything in. So we had to you know play this event out and how people would come in, where they would go, how they, the tables would be set up. Everything was a very virtually set up. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think we were, and the reason why we were able to pull this off is because we've been going to so many events, so many shooting events throughout the year. We took a little bit of this, took a little bit of that, and just started blending it into how we thought it would look. Mm-hmm. Kind of situation. And it's really nice to hear you verbally explain the event to everyone listening, because I, I feel that we were definitely on the same page envisioning yeah. as you actually saw it physically. Yeah, which I'm sure was difficult to do to plan it out and you weren't physically there. You guys did a hell of a job. And like you said, nobody got hurt. Nobody, mm-hmm. have you heard of anyone getting sick since the event? No. no. Yeah, I haven't either. Not I feel, I feel one, great. Not one person said that they don't feel good. Yeah. Like, you know, it's so funny. You come back from shot show. Everyone's like, two, like literally a day later, everyone's like, oh, yeah. I got the shot show crud, whatever else it's called. Like not one person has said anything mm-hmm. that they don't feel good. Yeah. And again, because we weren't wearing masks, I was actually wondering if people who tuned into the live show, if there was a comment section. But I oh, wonder there if- was. Yeah, we were. It's You're about to say how many people were going to comment yeah. while we weren't wearing masks. Yeah. You know how many commented we weren't wearing masks? I'd hope zero. Zero. Good. Zero. Good. Not one person. And that just shows that like, okay, well, I'm not going to go down a political road, but that just shows that the entirety of our of our community and stuff people watching people outside the community watching no one even consciously thought about it because they saw it was very normal Mm -hmm. like what we were doing was just a very normal thing and for that one moment in time you know we forgot about where the hell and what is happening exactly i mean now what now you're supposed to be wearing two masks oh i know well if you want to be 99 percent, you got to wear the three masks like that in (laughs) itself proves that masks are useless because with the rate, I'm not, okay, sorry, I'm going to go up top. No, go, it's true. And I can't help but think, here we were, everyone was, I hate to say it, but I hugged a ton of people. We were shaking hands and it was like nothing happened. And this will be interesting to see if I get sick, if anybody else gets sick. And yet nobody has gotten sick, which I'm not saying that COVID doesn't exist. But if you obviously just take precautions, obviously I wash my hands often or I don't touch my face or when I ate that chip. I had a plastic glove on. <laughs> I always thought masks were kind of ridiculous. I haven't said much about it just because, hey, I'm not a doctor. I know my place. And I'll wear masks into establishments that require here in Colorado, it's required. And I know that obviously it's not the companies or the places that I'm going to that are making this mandatory. They're just trying to stay open. So I'm not right, going to, yeah, I'm not going to make a big scene just because they're trying to keep their doors open and not close. You're better than I am. Cause what I've done is uh, in my state, you know, it's not, I mean, I think it's mandatory. I don't know, but no one says anything. Mm-hmm. Typically what happens is what we've been doing is we just, we just politely say, well, we're no longer shopping. Yeah. Or we're no longer going here anymore. And we just walk out. Yeah. Uh, See, I don't know. I do feel bad. I feel like a lot of companies are struggling and a lot of them, Colorado, they've had people called on them if they're not wearing masks. And I think they're going through enough. And maybe it is kind of stupid on my part just because I'm somewhat complying. Well, it is what it is. But I feel like with anything, I pick and choose my battles. And I feel like my battle isn't really with that company so much as the governor who's mandating this. So. Yeah, and that's right. Because the only thing we're really hurting is the business owners and everything else. It's just like, I don't know, just going back to what they're saying now is a double mask. I mean, the way I look at it is, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, but what I do know is just the simple aspects of what makes up these masks. Mm-hmm. And these masks are gauged in microns. Yeah. Look at a coffee filter and a coffee filter essentially can control X amount of microns. And that is what is an allowable amount of a molecule or whatever particle to go th- pass through these things. Mm-hmm. So when you look at a mask, you know, I believe it's, um, you know, like 20 microns, 30 microns where any, even the common cold is like five and two microns. So it, you can wear, you can wear 10 masks. The still the same amount is going to get through it. Yeah. That's what everybody thought back in the day. Like, well, we use coffee filters because the reason why I know this is because when I, I have 3d printers, 
And I was actually making masks when this first thing happened. There was a free print for 3D masks. And what we were using is coffee filters as a filter. And then a bunch of doctors were like, well, you're wasting, you know, like this is stupid because these filters aren't, they're not N95. They're not, they're not actually filtrating the, what's required. So I'm like, well, let's just put two of them in there, three of them in there. And they're like, it doesn't matter. You can put 20 of them in there. You're not stopping the particles that are going to get through. Hmm. Interesting. So it's just like, I just kind of, I was like, okay, that's it. There's the proof in the pudding. And now they're, it's, it, it's like what they're doing is <laughs> the news is turned in, like turned into the weather station. Mm-hmm. It's like, it may snow. Yeah. There's a high chance it may snow. It's like, well, one mask didn't work, but maybe if you use two, that'll work better. Mm-hmm. But maybe wearing none does nothing. It's just, you know, it's just backdooring everything. But anyhow, sorry, I'm going to keep going on a tangent. But yeah. go ahead. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I'm glad to see that there was no Karens in the comments section. That's good because I was kind of wondering about that later on. Let's talk about some of the exciting events that happened. Anything that jumps out of you when you look back at this event, what were some of the highlights? Yeah. Um, so, you know, getting past just the highlights of the logistic aspect of I cannot honestly thank my team enough. I mean, the two Gabbies and Mag, they, they were so nice, by the way. I loved the two Gabbies. They are awesome and they work their butts off. And the fact that, you know, the organization is set up between, you know, we're not a large firm, um, but just the communication we had and the way it was set up. And I, I, everyone really stepped up to their role mm-hmm. and handled the situation on a fly. That wasn't really much situation that came up, but it was just handled very well. So I'm very proud of the busing situation, the hotel situation, just getting everyone configured to where they needed to go. So that to me was a very big undertaking. I'm, I'm very happy of that overall. Mm-hmm. But overall, to me, the biggest thing was that, you know, drive tanks and fort, we worked, they really worked with us. And uh, it was just so nice to see it come together, especially in the morning, because like anything else, you know, before you get somewhere and there's only two people show up, three people, you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, are people really going to come to this? Uh-huh. Are people really going to come down the road? And then all of a sudden you turn around, there's 10 people in the tank barn and there's 20 people in the tank barn. And then all of a sudden you turn around and it's, everybody's talking to these sponsors and checking out new products like Timony released a new Glock trigger. And I'm seeing this person talk about that. And then I'm seeing everybody film themselves, do intros to the YouTube videos. And I'm just like, holy shit, this is actually happening. Yes. You know, and like, I can't even really, I thought I'd be able to mingle, but you know, I'm on the radio, me and Ben are talking, make sure everything's good. And then. Okay, Always. good. I'm glad you said it because I was given some hate because I didn't get to talk to you that much. Yo, you were <laughs> running around like you just smoked meth. <laughs> uh-uh, you, no, no, you ignored me. You ignored me like the plague. You're like, I'm not talking to this guy. I'm going to do something cool. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, well, oh, okay. I'll just catch you next time. Okay, bye. <laughs> I, I gave you high five. I gave you running yeah. high fives. Yeah, you did. But uh-huh. you were all over the place. I was. I really was. I was. But I'm, you know, I was just happy to see everybody smile. I mean, that was really out of all of it. Just seeing people happy mm-hmm. because we all needed this. And like I was talking to Diana Mueller and uh, before she knew she won the award and all this stuff and came down. She's like, wait, why are you inviting me? Because that was a surprise mm-hmm. because she didn't know Jerry picked her. So Jerry was like, you have to make sure she's at your event. So when I randomly called her and, you know, texted her. She's like, wait, because she knew about the Gundys because she was nominated last year. So that was a little bit easier. But yeah. she's like, why am I going to this? I was like, oh, you know, because, yeah, yeah, I just would really like you there. You know, mm-hmm. and I would. I mean, really, I did. Yeah. I really wanted you there. So it was an easy, it was an easy sell. But she just, it kind of came out of the blue situation. Yeah. And then, you know, we started talking about it. And it was like, you know, this is just an event for one, we all need this. Two, we've been under such attack by everybody else with the new administration, with all these new laws and, and, and then on top of it, everybody internally fighting, you know, it's like, if you don't believe in this way of holding a gun, then you're this person. And if you don't think political is the way to go and you try to entertain people, there's so much animosity internally that I was like, okay, time out. We need to do something where there's no more of this bullshit and we all can just come together for even one day because we have enough of problems outside of the industry that we don't need any more internally. Mm-hmm. So that was very nice that everybody was just happy. So that was a big, that was a big win in my book. Yeah, definitely. 
I'm going to take a quick break real quick and talk about SB Tactical. Will, do you have an MP5 or a clone or a SP5K or any of that? Those cool uh, I guys? do have a clone MP5 somewhere. Okay, cool. Well, I think it's time to find it because you need to check out the SBT5A or the SBT5KA. They're side folding braces from SB Tactical. They make the gun super compact when they're folded and with one quick flip, you have a rock solid stabilization for the brace. They include a QD mount and they're built to handle all calibers. They're super easy to install. Just take the push pins out of the normal end plate and replace it with the brace assembly. Nothing else is needed. The entire kit goes for $249.99. But remember, if you use that code GUNFUNNY15, you get 15% off. And that is at sb-tactical.com. Okay, so I also heard that somebody got proposed to at the event. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was Gun Girl Jen. She shot off what she pulled a lever and it caused the trank to fire. Yeah, and- so that was an interesting story because I'm just going to quick jump in there and just tell you that because that was so Jerry and Autumn pulled the first shot. Okay. You know, so what happened was so those those artillery shells are very expensive, mm-hmm. like thousands of dollars to pull that string. Wow. Yeah. So they were like, hey, you know, we got two of them ready for you guys. Who's going to be the two? And I was like, well, one, definitely Jerry, Mitchellack, and Autumn. Like, that would be great. So then, about a week before the event, Jen's, well, now fiance, he, we were talking. He's like, hey, I want to propose to Jen during the Gundies. And we're like, wow, okay, we're in, but we don't know how to do it yet, blah, blah, blah. So then it all kind of came into place. So then what happened was, as they were getting ready, I went up to Jen. And uh, as Jerry and them were setting up, I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, you have been randomly selected in our drawing to get to shoot the second artillery shell. Uh-huh. And she was like, what? She's like, wait, why me? And I was like, I, I don't know, because you were randomly selected. <laughs> like, every time I would tell something that they won something, they're like, wait, why me? Which yeah. I love. It's yeah. like, everyone is so appreciative mm-hmm. of everything. So, yeah, so then she stood, she did it. We gave her the rope. And, of course, he got down on one knee and asked her to marry after she just blew off a tank shell, which was pretty cool. Pretty yeah. epic. Yeah, definitely. That makes for a great story to tell the grandkids. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what other highlights cool things that happened i mean the shooting range itself was fun there was a great mix of stuff i mean you have henry rifles the hk um you had a bunch of pro pro shooters uh i really enjoyed watching jerry mitchellack shoot off with christian uh slayer and then um shane coley from glock was there the good brothers yep yep that was cool to watch them shoot shotguns i mean everything was just it was nice because I will tell you at the end of any time, anytime you're hosting and you're responsible for guns and people. Yeah. And when we call cold range at the end and everything is good, that was a huge, huge, huge sigh of relief. For me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's something that was always, I, I could tell you right now from the start of that event. So when that stopped, you can't, you know, unless you, and I'm sure you understand this, you know, when you take people shooting, you take a group of people shooting. It's your responsibility. Their safety mm-hmm. is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so that was a good sigh of relief. And then um, the other big thing, of course, was the live stream, which that was a huge, you know, I feel I was very fortunate with the team that we had, the three camera situation. The stream was successful. It wasn't glitchy. Um, it was actually uploaded really nice. We had good upload speed. And uh, I didn't drink too much before the uh, live stream. So that mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, good. definitely. And Brandon Herrera, he did a great job helping yeah, so to host. Do you know the story behind that? No. Oh, okay. So Brandon was not my co-host. Actually, Thea was my co-host. Who? Who co-hosted uh, Van Letha. I don't, I don't know, know who that is now. Yeah, if you saw her, if you know her, if you saw her page, you would know her. Okay. Um, she was my co-host last year. And unfortunately, she called me. So she was supposed to be on a plane Wednesday morning to head to Texas. She called me right before the flight and goes, I don't feel good. I can't make it. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. And uh, she's like, no, I'm not coming. Because obviously I had to understand. I know she didn't feel good. That's mm-hmm. just fine. Yeah. So now comes Thursday and I'm like, I can't do this by myself. And who has just this nice hair? Yeah. And then you see, you look off to the distance and you see somebody's hair glistening with the sun and 
Oh, that's Brandon. There it is. He would be yep. perfect. <laughs> he was perfect. I mean, we've literally, we we did a podcast one time. It was like four hours of just sharing because we've, I've known Brandon for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a good relationship and it worked, it worked well. So we looked at each other like, are we going to practice? Nah, let's wing it. Yeah. So we just, we just winged it. Nice. I like that. Yep. And then I guess we'll talk about it, but EOTech and Timney, they thought it would be funny to call two random people. Well, one person. Okay. So I was the one I signed up. So earlier at their booth, oh, what's up with this? You see the one chip in the box. Oh, I've seen this around. People take this challenge and they're like, yeah, all you have to do is just eat a chip. You get a free EOTech, a free Timney trigger. Oh, huh, easy day. I was the first one to put my name on the list because I could eat spicy food. And I had a friend actually that took the challenge and he went live with it. And I contacted him later on because I guarantee they're going to pick me just because I saw towards the end of the day, there was maybe five other people that put their name down. But I was the only female and I guarantee they're going to pick me just because I'm a female, which is stupid. I asked my friend how bad it was when he ate the chip and he was, oh, God, I would rather shoot myself in the leg. Don't do it. And so I was like, all right, well, and then my friend that I was with, he was under the assumption that they did it towards the end of range day. So I was cool. They already did it. I'm already back at my hotel room and getting ready for the awards. And then sure enough, during the awards, that's when they call my name. I didn't realize they were doing it at the awards. And uh, I really don't want to do it. And I try to back out. And I thought the guy said, okay, Ava Flanell, gun funny backs out. But he actually called me a gun bunny. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought he was just like, oh, Ava, gun funny backs out. And I was all right, all right, I'll do it. And I just edited the video footage yesterday. And let me tell you, there's a little strategy that I used. People may not realize it, but when we did it, I took a little bit of the chip. I ate a little bit just to kind of get the feel for it. And then I tried to stall as long as I possibly could just to see what the effects were after biting just that little part of the chip. There was some strategy there as opposed to the guy. I did not know that was your strategy because I'm, that was a good one. It was right. Cause first you got to take a little bite and you got to be, all right, let's see if I die. And if I don't die, I could eat the rest of the chip, but I needed to stall a little bit. And so I was, oh, I don't know. And then homeboy, my opponent, he just ate the entire chip. <laughs> mm-hmm. He you had know. no strategy. Oh, yeah. Maybe that was the strategy. Just hurry up and get it over with. But then after I was, okay, I'm not dying. It definitely was hot. And you got to build up the crowd a little bit, intensify things a little. And then I ate the rest of the chip. And I didn't throw up, which is surprising. In fact, so I gained a little bit of weight. I gained a little over 10 pounds in the last month and a half, two months. And I just with the holidays and stuff like that. And I honestly, I don't really care if I gain weight because I know I could lose it pretty quickly. But since I was gaining weight, I'm like, screw it. I'm not ready to diet again or work out. I don't really diet, but I'm not really ready to watch what I eat as much. We're going to eat a pack of Oreos. You should have seen all the snacks that I brought on the plane with me. In fact, I'll (laughs) post a picture, all the snacks. And I honestly think that gaining weight and eating all the junk food up until that moment prepared me for that moment to shine. Well, I'm going to tell you because (laughs) you are more impressive than I'm. So everyone out there that's listening to this, I feel like she's kind of underplaying the spiciness and the hotness of this thing. And the reason why I'm saying that is I've done this challenge and uh, I did it twice actually. And right before the second time I did the chip, me and Brandon Herrera, again, we were in uh, Virginia and we did the hot ones challenge with the, with the wings and you put all the hot sauce on there. Yeah. So I did that with him. And then a week later, I ate the chip. That chip is absolutely hard. Yeah. So the fact that you handled it so well, I'm so impressive. And you also didn't get into graphic detail of your opponent that ate the chip. Yes, he might have shoved that entire chip in his mouth, but what you're leaving out is when he stepped off stage, he just his was throwing up everywhere. Into a, a fire hydrant of just every orifice that he had, every it was just leaking water. Yeah. And then he proceeded to throw up everywhere. Yeah. So, you know, that is a better representation of that chip than you just going, eh, you know, eh, it's a snack. You know, it's a snack. <laughs> it's for a little bit. No big deal. So, yeah, everyone out there, that is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it, is it, was, it was. I could feel my entire stomach and then my lips because some of it touched my lips. Oh, I just put chocolate milk on my lips. But it was weird because it lasted for a little while. 
the burn did. But then after that, I drank some chocolate milk. Okay, you know what? I'm okay. And I was able to sleep just fine that night. I didn't wake up in the middle of the night. I got to go to the hospital. And then the next morning, which I'm sure everyone's worrying about, I was totally fine. And I was starting to think, man, I should do this more often, enter all the chip eating contests. And now that I know I can handle it and be like, oh, you know, do that same strategy. No, I'm scared. What do I do? Eh." And then eat it and then walk off the stage. Bam. So obviously you would do it again. So the prize, the prize was totally worth eating that chip then, wasn't it? Yeah. But what is kind of funny is as a quote unquote content creator, we know that if we were interested in a product, we could usually contact these companies. Hey, can you send one out for review? And most of them will gladly give you one. So I really didn't have to put myself through that. But I figured I'm always up for something if I haven't tried it before, in most cases. And so, (laughs) meh, whatever. It'll make for good content. For sure. I did post the video. I just created one really long YouTube video. It's 25 minutes long, and it documents the entire trip from the time I get on the plane until eating that chip. And then the next morning telling everyone that my butt feels okay. You know, because I think that's important. (laughs) Yeah. So if you guys want to check that out, and actually 22 Plinkster and I, we at one point we snuck away from the event because I wanted to drive around and see all the animals because it just felt like, I don't know. Did you take the zoo ride? Did you get on the the safari tour? No, we totally kind of broke the rules and went on our own. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Nobody at Drive Tanks is listening. They didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wait, I, but you took the safari tour that they were offering? No, I didn't even know they were offering a safari tour. What do you mean we had a safari tour for all the creators? They were taking them to the giraffes and feeding the giraffes and everything. Uh, see, and here I did you some. That, you got to hold the baby kangaroo Are and you the kidding little lions. Me? How'd you miss that? Yeah, I have no idea. Now I'm kind of mad. Here I yeah, thought I was being. Like, you could ride a rhino? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so mad. Here, I told Dave, dude, if we get caught, I'm just going to tell everybody that you made me chauffeur you around because you wanted to see the animals. <laughs> so here we are driving around on our own little safari, and I had a lot of fun. He got a little nervous that we were going to get lost because the property's so big, and I was like, oh, come I'm not gonna on. not going to lie, you were very lucky you didn't get caught because that would have been no bueno. I would have just played stupid like yeah, I did when was, I was eating the chip. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, I'm definitely glad you got to see the property. I think I don't want to say too much, but um, next time around, you know, we're going to definitely have more of the property. Okay. Uh, so you think you're going to have it at the same place? We are because, um, you know, we worked too hard on the blueprints <laughs> not yeah, to do it again. Like we we, we want to do it a little different. Uh, we'd like to add some more sponsors. There definitely could be... Well, so the big thing from next the next year... I mean, I have no problem saying this. I'm not going to give you a date yet, but we're going to have everyone stay on site. Okay. So no more traveling to Uvalde. Nice. So that'll be really nice because now the networking and the party, because, you know, you lose a lot of that 40 minute drive, 30 minute drive back and forth. Yeah. And then people want to stay out late. They can't like the ceremony would have been great. I really, the, the plan after the ceremony at night was to play beer pong, but yeah. for, you know, but we just couldn't because it was just too late. You know, they just couldn't, everybody with the traveling just didn't work. Mm-hmm. So next time we'll be on site. I was wondering if I somehow missed beer pong. Cause I'm actually pretty good at that as well. Well, it's then, we, weird. So, you know, we're going to have to solve that. You're going to have to come down to Myrtle Beach anyhow. We're going to film some content. So yeah. we'll see how good you are. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's really weird. So I think I've said this previously, but for whatever reason, when I have a few drinks, I am good at a lot of things, whereas sober me sucks at everything. But I went to New Orleans once and I won a hula hoop contest. I did nine hula hoops <laughs> at once, but sober me can't even hula hoop once <laughs> with one hula hoop. That is amazing. I could do a headstand drunk. I can't do it sober. It's so weird. No, I'm with you. No, I'm with you. It gives you that, uh, that it, it opens up that one side of your brain. That I guess. Yeah. I know. I know. So I guess the moral of the story is I just need to stay drunk and awesome. I <laughs> no. five to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I guess that covers what's next for the Gundy. So you're going to next year, same place. You're not giving us a date, which is fine. Because I would imagine, hopefully, SHOT Show is still going on, so you'd have to also organize that with SHOT Show. But that's exciting to know, and hopefully I'm invited. Right, Will? 
Absolutely. Okay. I was like, well, come well, on. I know I broke the like, rules and I'm sorry. Like that little pause, that little pause, that little, yeah. Of course, <laughs> of and this time we're actually going to talk more than just some random flying high fives. Yeah. Well, this time, you, hopefully it's not your first rodeo and you're like, hey, I got this and you can enjoy yeah. it a little well, bit more. Yeah. We're definitely going to have a lot more staff. Yeah. So I just relax and talk. Very cool. All right. Awesome. And also just so that listeners, if they are interested in knowing more about the Gundy's Forge Relations, any of that, can you just tell listeners where they can find you guys on the interwebs? Yeah, absolutely. So the Gundy's can be found on thegundies.com. And uh, remember, it's not over yet. So anyone listening that voted, we are still going into the last phase of the Gundy's, which is probably the most exciting phase. So one, the super voter, he was actually out there with us. We flew him out to Texas, and that was so nice to see just a fan. And he was so happy. He actually did an award with me. He came up on stage, and he announced YouTuber of the Year. So he gave that to Kentucky Ballistics. But now the fun part really comes for the audience. Remember, there's 15 sponsors, and each one of those sponsors had a category. In each one of those categories, there was a prize. So everyone that voted in that category was eligible to win that prize in that category. So, for example, Henry Rifles voted, I believe they sponsored Best Outdoorsman, I believe. And their prize is a Henry Rifle. So everyone that's in that category, everyone that voted is instantly entered to win a Henry Rifle. So then we do the random drawing and we let everyone know the winners. I mean, Microtech, Diamondback, Truck Bed Cover, whole ton of rifles from Brownells to Chris USA. The prizes haven't even started yet. Wow, that's awesome. And when are you guys going to announce that? Uh, that's coming, I think we'll start that up tomorrow, probably okay. Friday. Cool. Once the show comes out, so a few days prior to the show coming out. Sure, correct. We'll start announcing everything. And then if you want to look up our marketing firm, it's just forgerelations.com. And of course, all my personal pages, just Will Ranky, R-E-N-K-E. All right. Awesome. Well, moving forward, IWI. One of the things that I did at the Gundy's was I shot a fruit. I think I shot an apple with the Good Brothers, and it was my first attempt. Yeah, just throw this apple up and shoot it. And sure enough, I actually was able to do that. And I made a joke once everybody was cheering. That was my first time shooting a shotgun. I posted that video on my Instagram at Ava Flannel, which I was joking. It's not my first time shooting a shotgun, but it is actually the first time in a long time that I've shot a long shotgun like that. The only other shotgun that I've really shot in the last year that I was thinking about was the TS-12. And that is so different. It's like comparing apples and oranges because the TS-12 is more of a bullpup shotgun. It's just as accurate, I would say, as a longer shotgun. But what's cool about it is it has these rotating magazine tubes and each tube holds five rounds. You don't have to just sit there and constantly keep reloading. You can shoot quite a bit without having to reload. In my opinion, it's just a really great, fun gun. I would definitely recommend checking it out. It's not your average, typical shotgun that you'd shoot clays with, but it's just a fun range gun. Well, you can check that out along with a bunch of other accessories for it or accessories for any of your other guns or t-shirts. If you find an accessory that you like that you're going to buy, be sure to use the code GUNFUNNY15. That gets you 15% off, and that is at IWI.us. Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political AF. It's been less than a week that Biden has now been in office and already 33 executive actions have been signed. At the end of his first days in office, Biden signed 33 executive actions. Just to give you an idea, President Trump only signed four his first week, Obama five, and President Bush signed zero. 33. You keep hearing in the news, oh, he did this and that and that, and I'm just, wow. Yeah. Talk about screwing up the country in less than a week. Many of his were to repeal Trump orders or reinstate Obama orders. One was to kill the Keystone Pipeline construction, which put thousands of union workers out of a job, which I'm curious to see if those were some of the people that backed him, which I'm sure that they were. 
Another mandated wearing face masks on federal property and another eliminated Trump orders on improving the transparency of the regulatory rulemaking process, which was specifically designed to prevent agencies like the ATF from making rules in secret. We're definitely going to be seeing a lot more destructive executive orders come through soon, many on gun control. So I've already seen some of the proposals that they're putting out, and I just think that we're in for definitely a wild four years. If you're not alarmed, you should be. Do you have anything to add to that, Will? No, I mean, it's definitely scary. You know, I did not know about, you know, the percentage or how many executive orders were signed versus, you know, Mm -hmm. past. That's very interesting. I know. I didn't think this was normal, but I just assumed that most signed quite a bit within their first week or first month, but 33. How do you even have time to read through all those things? Because you know damn well that they're, hundreds of pages long most of these well, people he didn't yeah there was a video of him clearly saying i don't know what i'm signing did you see that video i didn't see that video yeah there was a video of him released when he was signing all these things and the one you know the one booklet came in front of him and he goes i don't know what i'm signing wow so i mean that, that like i don't even I, uh, yeah, yeah. what do you even say to that and it's just I don't know the way I, the way I'm looking at it is we just have to keep, I don't want to say putting our heads down and moving forward. I think that's a really bad term in this situation. I think we need to open our eyes up even more, stand up, but then move forward even faster. Mm -hmm. It, It just, they want so much from us to take so much away, but the problem is if we all realize we could potentially stop it mm-hmm. by just, just by stop being so complacent. Controlled. Yeah. So I agree. it's scary, but I think, I think what's going to happen is I think a lot of people are going to realize that this isn't the right group either. Um, so I don't know. I really don't know what's going to happen except um, <laughs> it's scary. You know, what baffles me though is I think we all tend to kind of stay in our own group and not really branch out to people that aren't like us as much as we should. Because I think it's really important to see other people's perspectives and know what the other side's talking about. Or even the news I watch and read from multiple different stations and sources and stuff like that, just to kind of keep my eyes open. But I've noticed even on Reddit, in some of these forums, how many people hate Trump and they're all for Biden. And it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense. I think it's more worrisome for me that there's so many people that just seem brainwashed that aren't able to see the reality of things. That to me is the most concerning. And if that's the case, and if people are agreeing with what he does, then there's very little hope, I think, in our situation. Yeah, brainwashing is great. I think that's pretty much what it is. And how how they've gotten to that and it's a very extreme level too, which is crazy. Yeah, I agree. It's very, you know, I, you know, I think our country has been through so much that I think we're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of that aspect. I think there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that this is going to be a gun. That, that's not happening. There's just listen. There's too many guns. There's too many great people. It's not going to happen. I, 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 I truly believe that. And I think that's what it's going to take too, is just the belief of that we can we can come together and we can stand up and you know stop this nonsense. Because in my opinion, there's more prejudice, there's more divide than there ever 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 has been before. Oh yeah, and it's created by this sense of not being prejudiced. It's a very interesting situation. What I mean by the word prejudice, I'm not necessarily talking about people. I'm just talking about objects or things or guns or it's just so much animosity that has been created due to the fact that these people, you know, Hollywood, everyone is such interesting people have rose to a, a, a sense of importance to where their voice is more important than just what normality is. Just because their agenda is higher than everyone else. Like the fact that Facebook has the right to shut down the president, like that, 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 that's insane to me that that's even a thing. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's crazy to see it. But I think at the end of the day, 
I think it's all going to balance out and a lot of things are not going to go the way they think. And the strength of this country is going to unite. And I mean that in a very peaceful, I don't think it's going to break out into some crazy, you know, internal war. I don't really see that happening because I think every side knows if that happens, it's going to be catastrophic, not only for our country, but other countries that don't like us are going to have an opportunity to essentially knock us down. Yeah. You know, and that's as we look in my always theory on things is history repeats itself. You know, the Roman Empire fell because the Roman Empire themselves created it the fall. And once internal weakness was found out, and once everyone found out the, that they were imploding, that's when they came in and attacked. It's a lot easier to attack a fortress when there's no one protecting the walls. Yeah. So I don't think as a country we're going to allow that because we are we're still too dominant and we're still, this is, listen, the best damn place on earth. Anyway, you look at it, no matter what we deal with, no matter what this country is, this is still the best country to live in hands down. Mm -hmm. That is it. I, there's no other country. I don't care who is president, respect them, not respect them, not care about them. Don't matter. This is still the best damn country that there ever is because no matter where you're born, no matter what your color is, no matter what opportunity you are at the stage of life that you were you know, came to life or came about, you can make your life into anything if you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of other countries that you don't even have that opportunity. If you're born in poverty, you die in poverty. Yeah. In America, you can be whoever and whatever you want to be. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I know. Yeah, I hope you're right. I don't know what it's, it's wishful thinking. Yeah. You know, and the way I've done my bit, you know, it's like if you if you put out positive vibes True. and you positive things all the time, you know, I do this with all my businesses and everything I've done in life, because I've noticed that, especially owning a gym, I got into funks where I'm like, oh, this planet fitness, this, that, they they put me under. And when I realized that they weren't putting me under, my bad attitude and my sense of, you know, not accomplishments or just giving up, that is what actually was going to put me under. Oh, yeah. And then realizing the fact that, well, I can't control what everyone else is doing, but I certainly can control my attitude and my, and my demeanor because that's what's going to improve my, you know, myself and the people around me. Mm -hmm. That's what we have to come to. Like, and everybody's got to stop bitching and moaning and complaining and going, oh, this, that. That doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. It literally does nothing. If we all just go, no, no, no. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep buying guns. We're going to keep making it. We're going to keep doing all these things that we're doing. You can't stop that. Mm -hmm. When we stop and give up is when they have the advantage. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. All right. Today's Q&A. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. How hot was that chip that they made you eat at the Gundy's? Who the heck did you piss off there? <laughs> you know, at one point when everyone's, it's fine. If she just takes one more bite, she's good, right? And everybody's like, no. And I was eh, like, everyone's mean. <laughs> and at that moment, I was kind of thinking, well, apparently a lot of people don't like me. It's cool. <laughs> but yeah, now you guys have it. I actually put myself through it. I signed up for it. As far as how hot it was, it was definitely hot. And I could eat a lot of spicy food, but I could just feel it from my lips down my throat to my entire stomach. I could just feel the burn. But the chocolate milk definitely helped. In fact, I am extremely grateful for Gabby because she got me two glasses of chocolate milk and I will be forever grateful. I should actually, I should send her a thank you note just for that. <laughs> All right, moving forward, primary arms. Again, at the Gundy's, I met up with Ken Ross from Primary Arms. He showed me the new ACSS Cyclops G2. I don't know how to explain it, but in my video, that again is in that YouTube video, I explain it as it's a little more than half a circle with a chevron in the center, and then there's four lines underneath it. And it looks like for all the options, all the features that you get in this optic, and I want to say he said it was $250, but let's say it's under $300 just to play it safe. It is a steal. This optic was amazing. 
I would definitely recommend that you guys check it out. It should be available to the public in March, so stay tuned for that. If you do buy the optic or any other primary arms optic, if you use the code AVA, A-V-A, at checkout, you'll get a free scope mount with every optic that you purchase. Be sure to do that, and that is at primaryarms.com. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. Today's Tacti Talk. Magpul and Zev, they teamed up to make the FDP-9. Will, have you had a chance to check this gun out? I have a little bit. I haven't even seen it, honestly. I think I've just been... I don't know where I've been, because usually the minute that something hits the market, I check it out. But my editor put this in, so this is the first time I'm even talking about it or I've seen it. But apparently back in 2008, Magpul introduced a concept gun that you may remember, I do remember this, that folded up and had a carry handle based on a Glock pistol. So it flipped open with the push of a button to have a stock, and then the carry handles where the sights would go. One idea behind it resembles a larger flashlight that can be quickly deployed as a small carbine. A light mounted on the carry handle could be used as a flashlight without unfolding the gun. At the time, Magpul specifically said that this is only a concept and that they're not going to be releasing it to the public. In 2019, Zev Technologies released their OZ9 modular pistol, which is compatible with Glock-style operating systems. It uses a unique receiver independent of the pistol grip that allows you to change grips. Magpul and Zev then teamed up to combine the two ideas and make a variant of the OZ9 with a Magpul chassis. There will be two variants, the folding defense pistol, the FDP-9, and the folding defensive carbine, which would be the FDC-9, both obviously a 9mm. Zev intends to offer the FDP-9 as a complete large formatted gun. After obtaining an approval form 1 to SBR it, you can then purchase a conversion kit to have the stock and it could be an FDC carbine. They will be available only through Zev Technologies, not Magpul. Also, they won't be available until next year, provided, of course, that they aren't banned before then with everything going on. At first glance, so now that I'm looking at it, I can't help but think it kind of reminds me of the full conceal folding glocks. However, they do look significantly better because I got to say, I was not a fan. Is that company even still in business, Full Conceal? I, I honestly, I, I don't know. I, I never really. I think they went belly up and I think everyone joked it was because of all the money that they paid the quote unquote influencers to push their junk. Yeah, I never really enjoyed that gun too much. It, it, was, just, it was very difficult for me to get around. Yeah, same. And it, it was more of a novelty gun, but I wouldn't trust my life with it. That so. yeah, that was the, yeah, that was the end result. Like I would have, you know, and it's kind of I had the conversation about that gun. I was I actually used to carry the there. Uh, I used to carry a Derringer back in the day, like just because of gym clothes, it was very simple to carry. Uh-huh. And then I carried that pocket pistol, twenty two. It looked like a um, it was a revolver, five shot revolver, twenty two long, but it looked like a, a, a knife, uh-huh. and you flip it out and it turned into a gun. And I was like, I had the conversation: which one would I rather carry at that point? And if my life came down to it, I'd rather have that little 22. Than the full because conceal. I didn't trust that. Yeah. 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 It looked like a good little backpack gun, I guess, if you didn't have to pull it out right away and use it for self-defense. But I wasn't a fan. Yeah. yeah. Even if they sent me and paid me for a review, I'd, eh, I probably wouldn't have anything good to say about it. Yep. I'd have to decline. Stupid. Funny. Cool. Interesting. Awesome. As f- never mind. AF. Social media manipulations try to make Biden look popular. The first week of the new administration has continued to see some crazy manipulations by social media companies in effort to make the president, who was quote unquote certified as receiving the most votes in history, look more popular. And I actually have seen this. I've noticed there was a few people that posted screenshots where they suddenly liked the White House. They followed the White House on social media. And they're like, even when Trump was president, I didn't even like the White House on Facebook or Instagram. And a lot of people ended up unliking it and blocking it, only to find out that in less than 24 hours, they liked it again. 
social media definitely was manipulating quite a bit to build up Biden's numbers. Same thing with Twitter. Overnight, he accumulated a bunch of followers. And when they looked into these followers, a lot of the accounts were fake. And even, I guess, during the inauguration itself, the live stream of the event on YouTube was receiving so many dislikes that they kept deleting them. Comments were disabled from the beginning. And you can see dislikes increasing constantly with many times more dislikes than likes. And all of a sudden, you would see a much lower number of dislikes before the dislikes skyrocketed again. Those trends continued on videos from the White House since the inauguration. And yeah, I don't know. It's definitely pretty sleazy. This is why, I don't know, I think more so within the last year and then with all of the shadow banning and stuff, I'm so anti-social media. If I didn't have to rely on it for business, I would have done away with it a long time ago because it's just, it's disgusting. And there is so much manipulation happening that I'm glad that a lot of people realize it, but I'm sure that a lot of people have no idea. In fact, I would recommend go on your social media accounts right now and look to see if you subscribe to the White House or Biden's account or any of that, because I'm sure that there's a chance that you probably do. Yeah, I know. All right. Now it's time to finally wrap up iTunes reviews. We are officially out of all reviews. If you guys haven't left a review, please do so. First review is Savage Fan Joel, titled, Wow, five stars. Just found this, and I like what I hear. Great discussion. Glad I found this. Second is John the Tech. F is for Frank, five stars. Love the podcast. Had good info on what is going on in our country. Also, your hair looked the same to me. Okay, that's great. Awesome. Typical guy, whatever. (laughs) All right, well, out of those two, can you pick the first or the second review? someone to win a prize pack let's go number two why is it because they said my hair looked the same (laughs) and you're like gotta agree (laughs) you know i got my hair done right before the gundies no comment no comment (laughs) okay well i got my hair done right before the gundies which i will never do again because my hairdresser love her to death i won't change i won't cheat on her and go somewhere else but i swear every time i go there I never know what I'm signing up for. And you think she'd write down the color that she uses on my hair, but she always guessed like every time. She definitely went a little dark and like, okay, this isn't what I want. And I'm like, all right, let's just see how many times I can shampoo my hair before the Gundy's Award. I think you look good. You look really good. You look great. Well, I, I was like, let's see if I can lighten my hair a little bit beforehand. That still has a little ways to go. But, but yeah, it's it's always, but I'm sure that you just thought that it looked the same too, which it's okay. I'm not mad. So John the Tech, contact me and I will send out a prize pack. If you guys want to find me, just head on over to gunfunny.com. There's links to social media where you can listen, where you can buy swag. You can also buy the 2021 calendars that are available. They are on sale right now. And if you want to support the show, you can also do that by going to gunfunny.com. Just click on the support the show link and you automatically get access to our Facebook only group, which is a ton of fun. And there's always a lot of great comments and discussions there. Also, Blown Deadline, he gives away a $300 gift certificate to a lucky Patreon each month. Now that it's the end of the month, I get to pick a lucky Patreon. And $5 and up Patreons, they get a Patreon-only patch after three months of being a Patreon. And this patch will never be for sale. So anyone who has this patch, you know you're special and you are a Patreon. Also want to thank the $25 Patreons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran, 8888, Ryan Morrison, Joe Lyons, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Joshua Hamp, Sportsman's Guide, Daniel Treadwell, Star Wars 77, Dylan Savage, and Melissa Ridings, who I happened to see while I was in Texas. I stopped and had tacos with her, of course. And King of the Patreons is still Jon Snow. He wants me to say that Operator Tickles once killed a bear with its own paws. And yeah, that's pretty crazy. Also, Operator Tickles, I found a boyfriend for you, Tactical Taz. They would be cute and perfect together. Although I think Tickles might be a little taller, but she's two pounds lighter than Tactical Taz, but he's a Chewini. Anyways, Will, can you just remind people once again where they can find the Gundies, Forge Relations, and all that stuff in your personal Instagram and social media? Absolutely. So the Gundies is thegundies.com. Of course, you can find it on Instagram and Facebook, which is the Gundy Awards. 
And then Forge Relations is forgerelations.com. And same thing across all social media platforms. And then yours truly, you can find at Will Renke, R-E-N-K-E, on all platforms, including TikTok. Oh, girl, TikTok. Yeah. Tell me about it. Hmm. All right, guys. And (laughs) definitely. And don't forget to check out my latest YouTube video covering the entire event. And on that note, we are out of here. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.